Hey, I want you to know that you are not the only one with a messy home. And I also want you to know that you do not have to sit in that mess. In today's episode of the Organized Purpose Coach Show, we are going to discuss strategies on how you can get up and get it done, even if you have messy family members or if you are the messy one. So tune in and enjoy the show. Hey, I'm Shante Owens and welcome to the Organized Purpose Coach Show. My goal here is to teach moms how to overcome the chaos of busy motherhood by developing systems and routines so that they can manage their time and live an organized and purposeful life. Maybe you're a mommy struggling to reach goals due to lack of clarity and direction, or maybe you're feeling overwhelmed because there's too much to do with no idea how to start. Thankfully, a refresh is not far. Actually, your refresh is now. So grab your notebook and tune in. Welcome back to another episode of the Organized Purpose Coach Show with me, Shante Owens. So this episode is kind of near and dear to my heart because I feel like I'm putting myself on front street, y'all. But it got to be done because what's in the dark always come to light. And it is about time we talk about it. You have a messy home. You are a grown woman and you can have a messy home. It's your decision. It's your prerogative. But... Understand that it is hard to thrive in a messy home. It is hard to think. It is hard to produce. It is hard to just be all around okay in a messy home. Mess provides or it it makes a lead way for depression, anxiety, all of that, all of that. So I want to talk and let y'all know when I'm, when I'm speaking to y'all today, I'm speaking to myself um, for the past couple of weeks, I've been feeling like I've been drowning in my home because there was so much declutter, things to declutter. There was so much dishes to wash, so much things to manage on the home end. And I feel like I'm finally getting into a routine and I'm going to share that with y'all today. Y'all, it is not easy running a business, running actually two businesses, managing or momaging (laughs) two kids and having a husband who also needs to be served, right? I found myself waking up and seeing like mess everywhere. And it's not like a big mess, but it's mess enough to irritate me, right? And I'll clean it up and I'll head out to um, the store. I'll go to the store, spend hours at the store, come back home, and I have to clean up. Or dishes need to be washed and I'll try to make sure I wash the dishes at night but I'll sometimes I'm like oh I'm tired you know I gotta let it go until the morning right but here's my biggest kick is I'm low-key a perfectionist that I've been trying to work on I've been trying to work on y'all but the perfectionism will sit in and sometimes I won't even clean the house because it's not the right time of day or it's not the right um, chore to do at the moment or I'm waiting for the girls to go to sleep so I can zone out and, and do my chores, right? So I realized that what was really holding me back was fatigue and the perfectionism. 
And I decided to make an intentional switch and alter a couple of things in my routine and take some time for myself. That way, I'm not allowing my home fort to be a disaster while the business is just thriving. So I wanted to share this episode with you ladies because I feel like it is so good because it's in real time. Um, I adjusted a couple of things and now I'm thriving <laughs> and I want you to thrive too because our work and our life should be balanced. Our private lives and our work situation, one shouldn't be thriving, the other one should be um not thriving, right? The other one should not be a disaster. We should have, I, I feel like with life, your personal life, when you take care of your personal life, your work life will thrive even more. So it's time to write our priorities down. It's time to really set our non-negotiables and really thrive in both our life and our work. It's time. Like <laughs> we are about to enter 2022, y'all, and we cannot be here with the same 2021, 2020 struggles. First and foremost, I do not want you to look at your house, like the mess in your house as overwhelming. Because when you look at it as a big project, you will tend to stray away from it. You will say, uh-uh, I cannot do this alone. This is not going to happen, right? Take some time to plan your attack. And by that, I mean to map out what you're going to attack first, meaning what you're going to clean first. If that's the kitchen, you look at the kitchen as one solid room and you break up the kitchen in tasks. So maybe you'll wash the dishes first so that way the kitchen sink is clean. Then maybe you'll wipe the counters next. Um, if your cabinets are a mess, pull everything out from the cabinets, do one layer at a time. So maybe one cabinet at a time. So you're not overwhelmed, right? And just pack everything back according to the organization of your cabinets. If you want to incorporate like some bins or some labels for certain items in your uh, cabinet, make it make the most sense to you and easy enough for your family to go in and utilize the cabinet where they're not destroying it and go back to what they're doing, right? So I, I look at it as I'm just going to focus on one thing, even if that's one thing a day or one thing an hour, just whatever you feel comfortable with, me personally, I have to tackle it one thing a day because I have too much on my plate. And then after I tackle it, I let my husband know. And I, well, the kids are a little too young to know, but I'll like, you know, hint off, but I'll let my husband know, hey, I just cleaned out this pantry. I needed to stay organized like this. Just put things back where it makes the most sense and fit things in and he'll listen for the most part sometimes they'll sometimes he'll like um he will like forget and i'll be like hey i need you to put things back where they belong because i spent time i spent my time to fix this closet so my thing is my husband is really cognizant of how valuable time is and when i put it into his languaging and i tell him hey i spent my time to fix this up, please. He respects it, so he'll he'll follow suit. So find out how your family communicates with their languaging, so that way you're not the only one putting in the work, and they're de they're just destroying it. Next, after the kitchen, maybe you want to clean the bathroom, and like I said, it doesn't have to be in the same day. Just tackle it one day at a time, or if you can incorporate two rooms in your house, you could do that. 
it also depends on the size of your house. If you live in a smaller apartment, it may be easier to manage versus a bigger home. So for example, I have two bathrooms, one for my daughter and one for me and my husband. And I do not like cleaning the bathroom. That's the that's the chore that I hate the most, y'all. You do not understand. But since I hate it so much, I tackle both bathrooms in one day and I'll separate it by time. So maybe one hour in the morning and one hour in the afternoon, or I might just knock them both out in the morning and just get it over with. And there's this method called eat the frog. So whatever you hate the most or the biggest task of your day, you do it first. So that way you're chilling. That's what I do. I knock out the bathroom and I call it a day because I simply cannot, like I am such a big germaphobe and touching things just gets me so aggravated. I feel like I need to wash my skin like 20 times. So anyways, <laughs> that is that. You have to make a plan, make a plan that makes the most sense for you and your home. Then I want you to go ahead and do a walkthrough of your, of your home and anything that doesn't have a home, meaning if it doesn't have a place, if there's random trash, if there's so much clutter, things you haven't used for six months to a year and you don't even plan on using, don't don't fool yourself. If you know you're not gonna use it again, throw it away. Like literally go through your closet, um, whatever you haven't worn in a year, girl, throw it away. You know you're not gonna wear it. <laughs> you trying to save it for the best occasion. The occasion is not gonna happen, but give yourself permission to buy something new later if the occasion do happen. Your house is not a, a storage unit. Your house is a home and it needs to be cluttered free. Throw whatever you don't use away. And I'm gonna say it again, throw it away. One thing I noticed with clutter is if you have a flat surface, anywhere in your home, whether that be a table or a desk, you have to manage those surfaces like an eagle manages its prey when it's hungry. Because with the flat tops or the flat surfaces in your home, they collect the most clutter, period. They collect so many papers, so many books, coins, random coins, random wallets, random lighters. I'm just looking at my desk and seeing all the clutter here. But no, they collect so much. And what you need to do is manage those uh, areas. And if there's a place, a home for the, for the items that's on that flat surface, put it in its home and continue to manage it. If you're randomly walking past it during the day, it don't take nothing but two minutes just to move things back to where it belong. Don't let it sit and fester because it will sit there for a day and then that day will turn into a week and then that week will turn into a month and so on and so forth. And we don't got time for that, y'all. Like the clutter itself is really messing up the way we manage or the way we produce our work. The more you declutter, the creative, the more creative you can be, the more, uh, the less anxious you are, the less depressed you are, like your environment has a lot to do with your mental health, your your uh, mental or ugh, mental hygiene. So listen, get rid of the clutter the best way you can. Manage those flat surfaces like the police. I'm telling you, because that right there is really half of the, the battle. Now, there are places where you're going to want to sanitize often in your home and 
the more often you sanitize it, the better it is because then dirt doesn't cake up. It doesn't build up the way it would if you wouldn't sanitize it. Like for example, your kitchen sink, your toilet, your shower, you're going to want to clean these places in a routine. So come up with a routine that makes the best sense for you. And I don't need you going on Pinterest or any um, platform where it gives you like a cookie cutter routine where it's like, oh, clean the shower every two weeks or um, clean the toilet every two days. You know, you're going to want to come up with something that makes the most sense for you with your schedule and get yourself excited to disinfect and sanitize areas, go to your nearest Walmart, Dollar Tree, Dollar General, Family Dollar, and go get you some fresh cleaning supplies. If you have cleaning supplies that that you're excited about, I feel like you are more susceptible to cleaning. Me, I love to get like the lemon scented and orange scents and get like the lavender air fresheners and stuff. And it makes me so excited, especially like if I buy a new candle, I'm like, let me go ahead. I can't burn a, a nice new candle if the place is dirty. So let me go ahead and sanitize and disinfect and declutter. And then I'm going to go ahead and spray some smell goods and light my candle. So get excited about um, sanitizing. Make it a date and put on some music or your favorite podcast, put on the Organized Purpose Coach Show and learn while you're while you're cleaning. So that right there, that makes it really exciting and fun. Have fun with the process. Lastly, I want you to sneak the cleaning in at times where you least expect to do so. Meaning when you're microwaving something to eat, go ahead and pack those dishes away. <laughs> if you're bathing the kids, Go ahead and wipe down the bathroom. Maybe even if you're if you start your shower and you're waiting for the water to get warm, wipe down your bathroom. Be creative with the process. Like with me, if I'm cooking, I clean as I go and I try to see other little knickknacks or other little things that I could do while I'm cooking. So that way, like the kitchen is completely clean before dinner is served. And then after dinner, I hurry up and I wash those dishes and I try not to let it fester. I try not to leave it for the morning because one thing that really sucks is when you wake up to a sink full of dishes. It is the worst way to start your day. So yeah, thank you again for tuning in to the Organized Purpose Coach Show. And until next time, bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Organized Purpose Coach Show. If you like what you've heard or even got any value out of it, please feel free to share this episode with any of your mommy friends. Also, take some time and subscribe, give me a rating, or review on iTunes. This really helps the show out. I appreciate you and I thank you. And until next time, bye-bye.